This is I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, featuring the open-minded musings of two early 40 curmudgeons. Oh, I guess it's mid. I guess I should change oh, this copy. Yes, mid-40s. <laughs> Who Those curmudgeons, the very same curmudgeons, are staring down the prospect of entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host, Bill Scurry of American Caesar Enterprises, and I'm joined, as always, by my other co-host. I am Noah Tarno of The Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular well speaking of game spectaculars speaking of games we're gonna fall a little short of the mark uh this week (laughs) wow what a way to get people going though well lower your expectations for this week's episode this is it's not the episode it's the topic it's the thing we're talking about we are interesting and we make things interesting because we make them interesting by talking yeah because we're because we're awesome we spin it we put a little n and b Magic on everything, and everybody gets on board with it. That's great. So what we're talking about this week is a, I'd say, a game service. Much yeah. like, uh, I believe, a couple of, couple of months ago, we talked about something called Roblox, which I'm sure a lot of people looked at quizzically when we, we brought that up. This is something called Game Pigeon, which I think is easier to get into than Roblox. Oh, much, much. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely less top-heavy for sure. So Game Pigeon is a platform, a game platform, that is... Stay with me now, people. It's based out of Apple's iMessage service. So you, the little green quote bubble thing that you use on your mobile apps has another feature. You can essentially download a game menu into that, which essentially turns your iMessage into a turn-based game system. Um, That's the important part. It's turn-based. I believe you need to play against at least one person, if not more. We tested it out, me and Noah, so we know that it's a back-and-forth thing. So the games that are on this service tend to be very simple. Like, for instance, they have one that's essentially a rip-off of Battleship called Sea Battle. Sea Battle. Right, you get the point. You, You put, there's this grid, you put the same amount of ships with the same kind of hits, and, uh, you know, turn-based, you pick, you know, where... You want to make an attack, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes back and forth. So you drop one bomb, and it says, good, move sent, depending on you know whether did your bomb fall in the water or did it fall in a boat. And then you wait for the other dude to respond. Either he his boat gets hit or he makes whatever. You know how to play Battleship. I have to explain it to you guys. <laughs> So, you saw the you saw the movie adaptation. You, the movie you know adaptation. Battleship. Everyone yes. knows the, the yeah the, the extensive array of Peter Berg movies. Yes, um, it is it is not trademarked version of Battleship. They also have four in a row, which is non trademarked Connect Four. Non trademarked uh, version. Are any of these? Uh, oh, Crazy Eight is Uno. It looks mm-hmm. like there was a pool game. We started. It was twenty questions. Yeah. We started playing a pool like a, just essentially. And, you know, and then it's just real stand chess checkers. Yeah. Uh, a couple pool games, beer pong, they call it cup pong, mini golf, basketball, archery, anagrams, uh, that little dots and boxes game. You remember you played on paper with your friends? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I played that a lot. Paintball, darts. The the whole idea uh, is that it's based yeah, on... Yeah, just see very basic games. Anything basic that you games. could break down into turn-based uh, action. So, right. you know, you make a move. Okay, dude, the other guy, send it to him. You know, you essentially make a move, send the game to him and it waits for him and he makes a move. I say him in this case, cause it's two guys playing me and Noah anyway. So there are a few competitors, I think in iMessage. Um, this isn't the only one of its kind, but it's the one that we investigated. I believe it was your nephews again, Noah, who turned out to yes. be foundry yes. of, of ideas. Yes. Adam and Jack have turned us on recently to aloe juice and bubble tea and 
Uh, they keep suggesting Fortnite. They keep forgetting that we already did Fortnite. Uh, well, they don't care. They just want to hear us talk about it again. Yeah, they just want, well, they're not that into it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, my nephew, I think it was Jack, might have been both of them, said uh, they're 15 years old. They just finished their first year of high school. They said it's pretty popular among their cohort. But I got to be honest with you, Bill, uh, investigating this, this is definitely one of our lowest profile topics thus far. Yes, yes. Um, it doesn't seem to be that popular. There's not that much of it online. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page. The creator, whose name is apparently Vitaly Zlotsky, there is vanishing little on this person online. They've created a few games, a few things available on the Apple Store, but not a lot. And GamePigeonApp.com is a very bare-bones site. It has a little video trailer that's set to 70s sex jazz music. Um, not a lot here. Not a lot here. Well, I, yeah, but. I think that it's... Yes, it's probably less intensive uh, than some of our other topics. I think at the same time, it is an auger of the way media works, and especially gaming. And not only that, but the interaction between you and your mobile device, whatever it is. As far as I know, this is not a desktop-type thing. No, no, it's only available on, on for uh, iOS. I, right, iOS. Yeah. So it's either your, You can your, get it on like an iPad or whatever. Yeah, yeah. right, right. It's, yeah. I mean, if you start it on one device, you have to be married to that one device. I was not able to toggle between my iPad and my phone. I tried. I had to stick to my phone when playing this uh, Battleship game with, with you. Um, so yeah, and like, like the other things we've talked about, you might ask, okay, so where's the money? Like people make these things for profit and like, like Roblox in particular and, um, other games that we've, we've talked about, this is the way the future or the present, I guess it's all microtransactions. People make their money based on things that they pressure you to buy in the course of gameplay. And they're not, they don't affect basic gameplay, but it winds up being, I guess, power ups and like aesthetic massaging of the game changing your avatar or other things along the way that you pay for in small little installments and that was the same thing with um i mean definitely the same thing with fortnite fortnite was you know free to play but then what you did is you essentially unlocked weapons and and capabilities and costumes and boards and everything like that by pouring dump truck full of money into it while you're playing it and the idea (laughs) being that if you're already in the game, if you have been hooked into the flow of the game, you're probably not going to think twice about spending money as opposed to a sober, you know, more separated, <laughs> uh, you know, informed decision you would make as a buyer uh, of any of these things. So that's the whole microtransaction thing. So maybe, you know, we're talking about that maybe as much as or we, there's a running. I guess it's a running dialogue. It's been discussed on many an episode of this. So but I th- I but mean, here's what here's what I don't get, Bill, is partly this bare bones website. I can't really tell what they're asking me to pay for here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like well, even in the games, one of the, I mean, we'll get into this more. One of the things I find out is I find the games, like you click on the question mark button and it says game manual coming soon. Yeah, which means so, coming never. Right. And, the, and this game, by the way, I, as far as I could tell, it debuted about three years ago. Its earliest social media posts are and like earliest reviews are like summer 16. So... I don't even know. I mean, all the reviews say you pay for stuff, but I don't see it. I saw it. I looked in there. You know, like really? part of it was um, changing my avatar. Part of it was things like that, which I, oh, you know, I right. changed my hair, my facial expression, put a little, you know, wiggly hat on me, and whatever. A shark. Oh, I pin. see. I see. Four ninety nine to make my guy into a pirate. Yes. Game. Yes. Now, so this is this is how we do research, folks. Uh, game mode. <laughs> on Your opponent will play them for free. <laughs> No ads will never bother you with adverts. 
so for $4.99 will... for Game Pigeon Plus. So I guess the idea is we get enough of these idiots to pay $4.99. What is it, a one-time fee? Mm-hmm. And what, I pay my rent for the month? I mean, Vitaly, whatever, isn't going to get rich off this. This guy made an app, and the question is... Unless he, he sells it to whoever, I don't know. Well, Roblox was the idea that everybody was making, they were sort of given code and everybody wrote their own game for a service. Right. So that's why the right. games on Roblox look nothing like one another. Other than the fact they were based on blocky square uh, sprites, the games were in- entirely different. They were all stupid. They were all dumb. We should never bring them up again. It was idiotic. And obviously people got very, 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 very rich over it too. So uh-huh. even if it, in the, in, you know, if it, let's say this guy's only a, a 10 millionaire as opposed to a hundred millionaire. Like the oh, I, I, this can't be big enough for him to be a 10 million. Really? Yeah. I you mean, think if this guy's making, oh, look, see battle. You could, you could change your bomber into a superhero or a gorilla with angel wings. Here's my, here's my question to you. How did he yeah. get into iMessage? He cracked iOS, so there is some deal. You could yeah. not just wake up yeah, no, as some half-assed right. coder and say, oh, you know what right. I'm going to do today? I'm going to make a call to um, you know, uh, the Steve Cook or well, no, Tim Cook, and I'm going to get into Apple Steve today. Cook. I'm yeah. going to make a call to the guitarist for, was that his name? Yeah, Steve Cook, the guitarist for the Sex Pistols. <laughs> I think I think he was a guitarist. Maybe he was a drummer. I forget. I'm looking him up. Okay, go ahead. Well, anyway, that's 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 the explanation that I have fashioned here as best I could come up with. But I'm I'm more interested. Noah, what was your experience playing this over the last uh, 24, 36 hours, whatever? Steve Cook is a football player. I don't know who I'm thinking of. Anyway, uh, well, you let me down, dude. So we started playing Sea Battle, but there are a bunch of other games I wanted to try here, and you weren't. We played a little pool, but like, I started games with you, anagrams and twenty yes. questions yes. and archery, yes. and you had no interest. No. So no. we really half-assed it this time. Yes, uh, I gotta be honest, I like this. <laughs> okay, all right. Are you surprised? Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I guess I'm a little surprised. Sure, yeah. All right, so I'm not a video game guy. Uh, I like my game simple. I like pool. As a kid, I like Battleship. I like little word games. The one game I play obsessively on my phone is Scrabble, right? Uh, and by the way, the official Scrabble, you know, phone app is excellent. So highly recommended. Okay. Um, so these are the games I like. Easy to figure out. You know, pool at first we were saying we played a little pool. We couldn't figure out at first how to shoot. But, you know, you play around for 30 seconds and you figure it out, Right. Uh, chess checkers these are all games i know everyone knows right um so i like my game simple uh you know one of the things you were complaining about is the turn-based things like you pick up your phone you take one turn that takes you five seconds and you got to wait for the next guy but what we're overlooking is especially young people so many people just have their phones in their hands constantly Mm -hmm. so you know the back and I, i do this with some people on occasion i'll spend an hour just texting back and forth to someone right having a conversation so it's the same thing hey you want to play a game all right let's sit around late at night cooling down for the night let's play a game let's play battleship how is it any different than sitting across the table from someone and playing battleship you know you can sort of do other things at the same time and you don't have to be in the same room and i find the design of the games to be very kind of elegant the pool game i really like the way the balls move the way it looks it has this kind of naturalistic feeling. I think it's pretty handsome. I think it's pretty neat. Um, just now, <laughs> looking at the add-ons for Sea Battle, it's kind of cool. You could be a gorilla with angel wings. You could be Santa Claus with a jetpack. I mean, that's 
fun. It's clever. It's non-pretentious. That's what I mean, the Christians meant them to be. Yes, exactly. The Christians. That's what they meant Santa to be. <laughs> so, and it's free. I mean, you don't need the add-ons. And even the add-on, five bucks. I mean, five bucks, you might as well, like, tear that up and throw that out the window these days. So, why not? You know, my phone's going to be in my hand anyway. This mm-hmm. is a more interesting, fun, distracting way of, uh, you know, using it for something. Well, so, it's, it's interesting. I, 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 I mean, why, why not? And again, me getting older, mid-40s curmudgeon, everything is passing us by. I like that these classic games, these games that we played when we were children, our parents played, you know, poker, pool, Mancala, checkers, our parents played these games. You know, I like that these classic games still have some kind of currency in the modern age. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel a little more rooted in the world. Sure. As opposed to Fortnite or Roblox where I can't make heads or tails of what they're even asking of me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Why not? This is good. This is cool. I, I want to play games with all sorts of people now. I uh, hate those games. The ones that you described. I oh, can't... come on. See, this is your problem. You grew up. With parents who didn't want to play games, right? No, the See, thing my, is, my, my brother wanted to play these games. My brother was, really? a, was, a, he did. was a sucking black hole of playing okay. games. He was... Because my sister and I played board games like crazy. My brother wanted to do that. He, but the thing is, yeah. it's like he, was, he didn't just want to play board games. What he wanted was to drink my blood. He wanted to, to, <laughs> to commune with me. And so board games was a way to get my undivided All attention. Right. So right. I have this really bad, I, you know, if you bring out a Parcheesia board, a Monopoly, a Battleship oh, game, I get like on. post-traumatic stress because it's like... Oh, it's, you're, you missed out on something very nice, my friend. I Don't you get re- me wrong. You, I love you games. You really, I, I pity you. The big closet of games. You, I played with my sister and occasionally we'd rope our mom in. Very seldomly we'd rope our dad in, but he yeah, hated that, playing unless he won. And then, you know, if we had a friend over or a cousin over, we'd play with them. Yeah. Oh, man. That's all. Those are I horror stories. Every, everything you're I describing. Pity that, you. The closet full of game looks like this incredible childhood doldrum of 1985. I just can't. I can't look down. I can't look all at right, it. All right. Well. But um, part of it is that this is only, this only really works, or at least that's this is the aesthetic they picked. I mean, obviously, I don't think you can do a turn-based game with anything more complex. No. So it's not just a matter of these these games. I have an association with Chinese checkers that I fucking can't stand. I hate. But more than that, they are so simple that like yeah. now, in order to keep my attention as the the you know over caffeinated millennial that I am, you need to give me Grand Theft. You're not. We're not millennials. <laughs> you know what? I'm so sick of people. Millenn- I was. Ne- we were never Gen X until five years ago. Yes, these definitions true. change every week. Someone the other day said, "Oh, so and so is one year too old to be Gen X." That is meaningless. It's meaningless. It's meaningless. But anyway, my, my point Sorry, is Sorry, it's my... I pissing me off. Go I need more... Uh, it, I need more complexity. I need more um, depth and more texture. Like, you got to give me Grand Theft Auto. You got to give me Assassin's Creed. You got to give <sighs> me Splinter Cell. Like, you got to give me these games that are extremely top-heavy, detail-oriented, and that more or less mimic real life in some way. A but sandbox. it's a different experience. I know, but I, I have no tolerance for that other experience. And, and you know, here's the point. Like you were saying, the idea that you, the, the tedium of making one small move, which takes, which takes five half seconds to make this one move to drop a bomb, then I have to wait. Sometimes I put down the phone, I walked away, 
and sometimes, you know, you put down the phone, you walked away. Occasionally, we would get into a rally back and forth where within five minutes, we would have five or six moves. But then, you know, this is the thing. I, I think the point you're making is very apt about your relationship with your mobile device. And yeah, yeah, how, totally. how, how much is it in your hand? And it's like, I don't tend to keep mine in my hand. I'm around it, but I don't interact with it unless there's actually... Um, unless there's a text thing going on, unless I'm actually called to it, I don't tend to interact with it. So I can understand the popularity of a, of a service like this is really based on the idea that you have the game in your hand and there's no slowdown. The slowdown, that, the tedium that I was experiencing is, um, is obviated by the fact that if you're younger, my guess is that you're always on your fucking device doing 10 right. million things at once, which I am not. Don't need it. I don't need, you know, I don't have an, a reaction. I don't have a, a, I should say, I don't have a relationship with my mobile device that would optimize playing games, especially these games, at this pace. It just didn't work out. I mean, what you're saying is akin to, hey, let's play Battleship. So you take out the box, you set it up, you sit at the table. One person takes a turn and then goes and does leaves the room. They read a and another person takes a turn and then leaves the room, right? Yeah. And, yes. and that, yes. I agree with you. I mean, I remember games like that where people got distracted and it was fucking annoying and not that's, fun. That's all this was. So when you play this, you're kind of committing to being on your phone for the next half hour if or you, however yeah, long it right. takes if to play. If you are. Right? I was telling – But you don't want to make that commitment in any circumstances is what you're saying. Or I don't. It's just not part of my workflow. I, I, I was so frustrated. I was so bothered by how long it was taking and how, how little fun I was having playing Battleship and how far away it was we seemed. I nearly dropped – a bomb on every single square, and I wasn't hitting any of your fucking boats. I was getting so frustrated because it was. <laughs> By the way, so you you won that game. I did. The irony so, is, I yeah. won in the end. But it's yeah. all luck. It's all luck. It's real luck. I said to I yeah. said to Janice, I said, you know, do you remember the USS Indianapolis, Noah? Uh, the the ship that got hit by a, a a bomb or a torpedo in the Pacific, all those men went into the ocean. It was the story that Robert Shaw told in Jaws oh, okay. uh, during World War II. I, 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 said, I don't remember, but okay. well, that the USS Indianapolis tragedy was both faster and more humane than playing sea <laughs> okay. battle over the course of a day with you. Always with the hyperbole, my friend. So today's segment on our video. Um, it's just me and Cassandra because we just got back from school. So, um, yeah, we're about to play some games on here um, on Game Pigeon. You can download it in the App Store. Um, yeah, it has games, so you can. Oh, shoot. Was that a free ad for the Game Pigeon <laughs> apps? To the extent that this is popular, you know, maybe among 30 kids at Berkeley High School in 2019, why do you think it's popular? Uh, I uh, Something like this. Like you said, I tried to look for a bigger gauge and there's no footprint of it other than a moment that has a lot of things like this built into it, like the Robloxes of the world and Hearthstone, for instance, like even going back to like episode one or two or three of our of this of the show. I think that it's popular because it's a game. Um, and I think people. Okay. Well, no, I mean, there seems to be this demonstrable need that people, maybe young people, need to be playing a game, any game, all the time, kind of right. regardless of complexity or quality. I think that there is a part of a diet, a media diet, is just to be playing a game. This counts. It's in the place where they already are, presumably, if they're on iMessage on an iPhone. So uh, that's what I got so far. I mean, that would explain the popularity of a lot of what I would think of as substandard, pretty primitive 
primal games that don't have the same, um, you know, box office quotient of like a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One, which has, you know, these incredibly rendered games. People want to play something just wherever they are. They always have access to some kind of right. game. And maybe that's part of the appeal. And, to this and, thing. and this makes it easy. Yeah. Doing it right in iMessage makes it pretty easy and in some ways seamless mm-hmm. with their with their life, with their, you know, routine. Yes. Well, what, uh, yeah, what, no, I, I, I agree. I mean, okay. we, we, we crave constant distraction. And these, like I say, these are classic games. These are uh, wholesome distractions from my point of view. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I like the rendering of it. I think it's simple and elegant. Oh, it is. I I, you're I right. these that, games are pretty. I, you know? I was doing, I, I did a disservice by not mentioning it. You did. It is actually very handsome. Uh, there's yeah. no doubt about that. They put a lot of care into the aesthetic, to the design, the fluidity. Uh, yeah, that's nice, and it's line wide. It seems like every one of the games in the service are almost kind of based on the same. I don't know if it's packaging or design, skinning, that kind of thing. And yeah, that's 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 a nice that's a nice uh, plus of it. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, people have their phones in their hands all the time. We're we're used to playing games remotely now, and this is how people interact with each other. You know, it, it's kind of amazing for me how much I've become a texter. Like, I remember when I first discovered texting. I remember sitting next to someone on a bus, and, you know, this is probably shortly after I got an iPhone, so 2009, and seeing someone text with someone, and it was, like, novel to me. Sure. Because I hadn't really, only 10 years ago, I hadn't really seen that before. And I'm like, that's cool, wow, I wish I could do that, not really knowing I could, and then figuring out how I could. And now that, like... Now I prefer texting to calling. Anything else, pretty eight, much. Yeah, eight, nine times out of ten. I mean, it depends on the person. I don't – I've had these experiences where, like, business people, like, texted me. And, like, I don't want that, right? <laughs> right? Have you done that? Hey, yeah, I get you know, it. I I've, get sent it. Like a, I've sent, like, a business email and I've included my phone number. And it's sort of my attitude is, like, hey, let's handle this over email. If it's messy or whatever, feel – or – you know, if you're a potential client and you prefer a call, feel free to call me. You know, that's sort of my attitude. And I give them my phone number and then they just text me. I don't like that. Texting feels a little more personal to me than a business interaction. That's more informal, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, hey, I've arrived at the venue, like once we've established a relationship. Uh, so I don't know how I got on this, but it's it's a it's a world that I'm very comfortable in. So the fact that it's a simple game that I can play as a quick distraction. I know you think it isn't quick, but you can make it quick if you're sitting there with your phone in your hand. Um, and the games are different. I think some of these games, from what I can tell, you know, loan themselves more to playing a turn, putting it down, coming back an hour later. It's one of the things I like about Scrabble, is I can really pour over a turn and leave it and come back six hours later when my opponent's taking his turn. Right. Yeah. And we play a whole game and the game lasts a week. You know, I kind of I kind of dig that because it's a nice little interlude throughout my day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's not what we have here. So, yeah, I mean, it, it fits nicely in our world without dragging us down in any way. So and they're classic games. They have classic appeal. There's a reason people play chess and checkers for, you know, hundreds or thousands of years, because these are these are integral ideas and the way the human brain works if i'm going to sound pretentious and it took a hundred thousand years to play one game of sea battle hello guys welcome back to our view channel today i want to talk about games and iMessage 
Um, this is an exclusive feature. It's only for iOS 10. So if you guys have iOS 9 or below, sadly, you won't be able to use this feature. No, Eterno, look back into your past. Would you have liked this as a kid? I think I know the answer to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I did like these games. Yeah, you did. You were This This is right up your wheelhouse. Imagine if and there was a delivery up method. Up my wheelhouse. Good one. If there was a delivery method of the games you already loved yeah. that was more, um, there were no pieces involved. It was just sort of a, a largely uh, uh, sort of theoretical um, yeah. interface, then that is perfect for you. I can't, I can't imagine a better way for you to play as a kid than to get a game delivered like this at your face. And, and, and you know, I could play with the people I'm not near, my camp friends, you know. After I moved when I was 15, I would have been playing games constantly with my old friends, Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is in some ways, I think the good side, one of the good sides of the Internet is that there's a strong argument to be made that it, it really helps us keep in touch with people in better. You know, I remember I'd want to keep in touch with my camp friends. And my dad was like, well, you got to limit your calls because long distance calls are expensive and all that. I can't believe we lived in those times. Right. Exactly. And now, like, fuck it. I could just play pool with my friend in, you know, Ohio. Well, Right, but you know, that, all that, night if I want. That explains so. perfectly why this game platform is based on iMessage because it's being it's counting yeah. itself as social media. Sort of. What I, about you? Would you have liked it? I guess so. You know, I I, I tell you why. I bring up you, you could play with someone other than your brother who's not trying to suck your soul out. Right? <laughs> I didn't, didn't try to eat my bone marrow. Eat your bone. Cr- marrow. Crack my femur open and take Ugh, what's, what's most prized of mine. Well, I I okay. think yeah, I definitely would have played it. And I you know the the idea of like why is it popular. I remember thinking back to um, once games were established, I don't mean board games, I do mean digital games. When you brought the first Atari around, I remember, I think that popped in 1982, 1983, and then upgraded to the, the Nintendo, so on and so forth, up until the PlayStation. But I remember being, whatever that age is, there's, there's eyeball crack to seeing Pac-Man and River Raid and, and, and Pitfall and stuff like that. I remember I played games for any game service, system rather, every game console, regardless if they were good, merely because they were games. So I call that trend out in myself of saying, like, because it's in front of me and because it's a game, I sort of just have need of video game almost independent of quality. And um, that's where I think that the childhood bill would have interacted with this. If you put this next to some of the worst NES games, some of the worst Atari games, I don't think I would have had any kind of delectation to say no or say, no, this is below my standards, even though that's how, you know, that's how I feel about it now, simply because it's a game. You know, it's funny you mentioned NES, and I remember the kids who were ahead of the curve having an NES mm-hmm. or, or Sega or even yeah. going back, I'm sure Atari, although I was a little too young for this, were like, you know, it was like a hook to get kids to come over to your house. Yeah, it worked. Oh, damn, he's got, yeah, he's got the Nintendo. Or the one kid at camp the summer I turned 15 who had the Game Boy, yep. he suddenly became more popular, right? Creepy Gary was a popular kid. Right, well, now there's like no bar for entry, right? No, no. So, right. I mean, but these are simpler games than, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog or whatever the hell was the hot thing then. Hi guys, this is Keith Galley, and today I'm going to teach you how to win at Battleship almost every time. Bill, is this a sign of the apocalypse? You know, maybe not because of the thing itself. Like you said, it's finely designed. There's a nice slickness to it. I can't argue that. You know, sometimes I get caught on the idea that um, people just need stuff in front of them. 
to <laughs> occupy their time to make sure to, yep, a, a place yep. for their thumbs to find some purchase during the day. Like yeah. you need to, you need to be dealing with something that's yeah. in front of you. It's a fidget spinner, or, but it's or, or you'll more, go insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the insane. onion. There's the, the onion article. Apple introducing new device to look at as you transition from your computer to your phone. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean there's that, that I mean that's like a big part of it. Let's say the idea that you just need more stuff to factor into all the time and I mean I'm not one of those people who's going to sit here and cudgel someone over the head for saying you you know you don't know how to read a book anymore or be silent by yourself. Um, I would yeah. never beat the shit out of somebody for that. I honestly don't care enough and I'm, I'm I I trust you to figure your own thing out. Even if you do need a distraction in front of you, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. You know, this thing in particular, there's nothing apocalyptic about it itself. Just other trends that it might herald. You know, the other thing too is that like what what does it say if somebody goes back and forth between say a Red Dead Redemption and this? You know, like so that thing is so the 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 game for the PlayStation 4 is so big and expansive and top-heavy, and you'd think that's the leading edge of game technology, and then somebody could just toggle, use that word again, to playing this on their phone, and it's like, oh, that's really weird. I almost couldn't go back and forth. I, I stayed in the world of, like, Assassin's Creed and Tomb Raider, and I can't go back to chess and checkers and pool and battleship. Yeah, I, I just don't have... I can't reverse... A, such a different experience. It because is. those games are, you know, by design, they're immersive. Right. Yes. Yes. I mean that that's got to be a common word that's used when among the designers, right? That's, that's it. the that's, goal. That, right. That's the goal. Is it's written on the whiteboard. It's immersion. It, Absolutely. And these games are, you know, let's go farther back before board games. I mean, it's like tic tac toe, right? It's the most basic games in the world. I mean, people were probably playing some version of tic tac toe. You know, cavemen were playing that. Yes. Right. You know, there's a continuum of experiences, mm-hmm. whether it's game playing, whether it's let's get to the primal stuff, whether it's sexual, whether it's interpersonal, you know, hey, how about that weather versus deep conversations about philosophy and feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All interaction has levels of complexity and depth, right? So maybe playing Red Dead Redemption is high complexity of a game. Maybe playing, you know, pool and game pigeon with your friend is mid-level, and maybe, you know, tic-tac-toe with your friend, tic-tac-toe with your sister in the backseat of the car, you know, 30 years ago is, uh, is low level. Mm-hmm. Or just playing a game in your head, you know, trying to remember all the songs you put on the last mixtape. You know, everything, so many things are a game and they just, they, they have a continuum from low level to high level. And this is several degrees lower than, you know, Fortnite or whatever or What's the most com- what's the most popular real complex console game right now? Is it Red Dead say, Redemption? It's not. Um, it may be something like that, but yeah, something and like that. I don't play any of this crap. Okay, yeah. so that's that's my roundabout way of saying nothing. In this video, you can learn how to delete or uninstall Game Pigeon from iPhone. Like and share this video and subscribe for more updates. Noah, is there any contingency a plan for your jealousy uh, in regards to um, Game Pigeon? plan for my jealousy what that I'm, I'm gonna murder someone to stop this <laughs> uh here's what i'm jealous of right i wish this had been around when i was a kid because it would have been a really i think this would have been a benefit to my socialization it would have helped me stay in touch with friends who were far away and hard to connect with and might even help me make friends better 
because I was more a game person than a lot of other stuff. So it would have been a hook to get people, you know, to communicate with me. You know, the times I was lonely, especially after I moved when I was 15. So this would have been a way to keep in touch with people, maybe even a, to connect with new friends, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, the person could always just say, I'm not going to fucking play this. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this game at all. I'm not interested in this game with you. I don't know. But um, I feel like this would have been a significant plus in my life in the times I was lonely or bored. So, yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. I wish, I wish this had been around in my youth. That's good. What I about think, you? Yeah, that's, yeah. El- that's elegant. Um, no, I mean, Thank I'm, you. No, it elegance is. is what I go for. That's, that's the Tarno brand. Everyone yes. should know. That's what no, they say. I, I'm all about elegance. Yeah. If I'm jealous of anything, it's the um, what I detect on you know from the research we do for this show of the same uh, thirty coke-addled Cupertino programmers who are inventing <laughs> all the. It's it's a class of person who is making all of these games. They're all from the same place. They're all insiders, and it almost seems like the game environment is designed for the most part to reward the same people and the same type of people over and over again. That's so, business in America, my friend. I know, I know. Uh, it's like Roblox, I think, was the same thing where it was, obviously people launch these things to make money and I assume they make a lot of money in various degrees, whether this makes more or less than Roblox or Hearthstone or Red Dead Redemption. It's, you know, Immaterial, just because it's like, but this isn't open for everybody, and not that it should be, obviously, but it, I just think that it's the same kind of people who make all this stuff over and over again. And it becomes a class of guy. The class, and usually it is guys. I mean, let's, yeah. let's be honest here. And it's, it's a class of millionaire that keeps getting perpetuated over and over again. And that kind of thing always really, that rankles me. That bothers me. And I, I almost feel I don't like, think that I don't think that's a case of that here. Yeah. I can't find anything about this dude. Other well, than it, it might not be this the, thing. He did a game called Domino Drop. I don't think he's some flashy living, you know, Cupertino dude. I think yeah. he's just some dork in Moscow. I can't even tell. Oh, who knows? But it, it, yeah. he probably made enough money to buy his first Tesla off of this. That's usually okay. how this stuff works. You don't get onto Apple without being able to um, show the cabbage that you got from the the shkarol that you got from the transaction. So I'm I'm not like tremendously jealous over it. It's just you know it's this impression I get. We keep bumping into the same nabobs on this show and wondering, boy, are we going to get someone new? I mean, we do sometimes, but then there's a lot of repeat offenders. So, okay, but that does kind of bring us over to our last uh, question. Noah, on the, the, the very scale that we on this show help to establish to a crazy level of popularity in American culture today, <laughs> the Felonian scale, yeah. uh, where would you put this kind of thing on the, on the Felonian scale? This With Jimmy, dan- Jimmy Fallon being zero and, I guess, yeah, like Keen Hill being 100 or so. Uh, this is pretty high up. This is in the 80s. Wow, okay. Because it's well-designed. I mean, it's not perfect. You know, playing, playing the sea battle game with you, there were, there were game functionality things I thought could be better, but I thought it looked nice. It was easy, low bar of entry. It's got a good variety. It's free, essentially. Um, the add-ons don't feel like they're really bilking you, from what I can tell. Um you know, the classic game element makes me feel it's a little more wholesome than other stuff. Feels like it's a decent way to connect with people. So I, I see nothing to get upset about here, or very little to get upset about here. Sure. Um, I mean, I guess the apocalyptic thing 
is I, you never asked me about the apocalyptic thing. Though. Oh, I thought you had uh, just chimed in. Well, tell us now. Uh, well, if we're on our phones constantly and we can't function in life without phones, I worry. But we talk about that all the time, and, sure. and that sh- that shit might have sailed. But even then, like I feel like apocalyptically, this is either low risk or it doesn't add to anything that isn't already there. So it, it, this is pretty high up for me. Mm-hmm. 80, 85, I'll still use this. Very few right. things we talk about I continue to engage with after yeah. we're done talking about that it. That is true. But but this is this is a strong contender, I think. Interesting. You know, I, I would put this I have no need for it. Like I said, there's a tone deafness to the to the thing. The the gameplay, the the manner in which it's played on top of that. Um I would definitely I would I, it makes me think of Roblox because I kept thinking about it the whole time we were Playing, I kept thinking about the whole time I was taking notes and doing research on this thing. And it's like, well, I'm, I'm, this is this is really a repeat of some of the Roblox things I found. Although there was more information about Roblox because it was a bigger phenomenon and more longstanding. Um, but I would rate this ahead of that, if only because of the aesthetics. Because I thought that the aesthetics, the boxy Minecraft type square blockiness of Roblox was so off-putting and so boring. And the games, again, talk about manuals. There was no way to learn what the game was there. These games seem to be at least you understand because they've been in the American psyche at least for as many years as as we can count. And, you know, you're not reinventing wheels. You're just pretty much, you know, uh, designing archery or billiards or battleship. So um, there's nothing too top-heavy about it. And it, it, you know, it, it succeeds inside the package that they put it in, the I, you know, iMessage with the aesthetics, and so I would rate it higher than Roblox, which just looks so obscure and weird and fucked up. I didn't care. Yeah, well, that was part of my thing with Roblox is I couldn't make heads or tails of it, right? I had a similar problem with Fortnite. This is an incredibly low barrier to entry. I mean, the other side of it could be there might be a 15-year-old kid out there who's saying this is too basic and easy, but... You know, this doesn't stimulate me enough. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like kids, they're, they're becoming more, um, there's a more, there's a general hunger for more games. That's why I feel like they right. can go back and forth between Red Dead and this. Right. And they're not having the same, they're not choking on it like I am, like a, a you know, a peanut stuck in my airway or something like that. Peanut stuck to my airway. All right, well, so so what number would you give this? If we're if we're making the Felonian scale a zero to hundred scale, where does this one fall? Uh, number wise, you know, so less than thirty, probably twenty eight or twenty nine. Less than like thirty. Less than thirty. Come on. Hey, there's a lot of uh, uh, Lana's Del Rey ahead of it, Noah. What can I say? Jeez, you're pathetic. All right, so. I believe that takes us to the end of our episode. Yes. Our Your pathetic delay. ends things. Yes, totally. <laughs> if you'd like to find past episodes, look on Apple Podcasts, I think. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Go to your aggregators, everybody. Go to SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us, Noah and Bill Don't Get It at gmail.com. Go on iTunes, give us a review. Whatever format that is, it's still going to be there. We still need reviews. I am personally on Twitter, backing up every word I say, at William Scurry. <laughs> I do not back down from challenges. And I'm, I'm my video uh, content, uh, my 10-episode my video essay series on different film ideas and film culture topics is on YouTube at youtube.com slash amcaesar. And now Noah will speak his mind. I'm all about the big quiz thing. Bigquizthing.com, America's finest source of corporate and private live trivia entertainment. Still booking events for the summer, booking events for the fall, starting to book events for 2020, team building, 
office parties, uh, fundraiser galas, bar and bat mitzvahs, wedding parties, birthday parties, all other kinds of parties. Uh, you name it, BigQuizThing.com. We're also on social media at BigQuizThing, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And I am on Twitter at Noah Tarno, N-O-A-H-T-A-R-N-O-W. But you probably knew that already if you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And until next week, we don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2019.